Chief! Appreciate you meeting me here. Let's go kick some... consulate butt. Hello, Ed. You come for your money? Run again, Sweeney Toad! I've come for the sacred bat. Where is it? Why is? Whatever can you mean? Wano, hello. Does Poot ring a bell? Guano! Mines as a source of nitrate, producing 84% of the world's supply of fertilizer. A $1.4 billion industry. That's what this war is all about. You can't legally take possession of the caves as long as the Wachatis inhabit the area. And you want that dookie so bad you can taste it. But, sir, I thought that. Yep, thank you. That's a fine theory, Mr. Ventura. What's it got to do with me? I thought you'd never ask. The day I met you, there was a white substance on your shoe that I mistook for plaster. Yesterday, I saw the same white substance outside the hut where the bat was kept, and suddenly it hit me. The great white bat has great white guano. That's what you slipped in. That's what was on your shoe. And that explains the abrasion on your palm. Let me run that back for you. Smoothney, That's what you slipped in. That's what was on your shoe. And that explains the abrasion on your palm. Damn, I'm good. Can you feel that? Huh? Can you feel it, Captain Compost? A day of redemption is at hand. Repent. And thou shalt be saved.
everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, the remnants of what is the Lotus Cast here, live on strangelabel.com. I hope everything sounds okay. I'm trying to fiddle and fix things. Came home to a nice surprise this evening. Been bugging my wife for a new desk. And, uh, I got it. I came home and uh, she built a desk for me. Which is pretty cool. I was pretty excited to see it. <clears throat> but she set the computer up, everything, put a couple of my Funko Pops. I got a couple of them there, Funko Pops. She set those up. I was uh, I was delightfully surprised. Made for a made for a good good time. So, um, lot to get to tonight. A lot of stuff to talk about. Um, but first, I wanted to uh, talk to you guys about what what I should call this thing going forward. Um, you know, I I, I don't know exactly what I'm doing uh, as a solo show here <clears throat> um, you know it's not necessarily that we're not going to do a show without Dave without Joe um, in fact uh, in fact Joe's going to be joining us this evening um, but what should this be called do you got any suggestions any thoughts any ideas I have a couple um, but, you know, before I throw down an actual title on it, start making pages and Twitter accounts, uh, I want to know what you guys think. So, if you have any ideas, any thoughts, throw them at me. Tweet me. That's really all you can do. Right now, I'm using everything for the LotusCast. Um, you can go to the LotusCast feed, as it were. I'm still using the LotusCast tweeter. So feel free to reach out there uh, as well. But, um, yeah. It's kind of weird starting over. Especially for something that we've done for so long. <clears throat> and then being by yourself kind of is strange as well. But um, we'll have guests on. We'll have different people. I've already been working on uh, scheduling some people. So, yeah. Yeah as we uh, as we do this so hey the XFL is back guys the XFL is making its return in 2020 Vince McMahon had a press conference today and announced hey guys I'm, I'm bringing this back now we've had a lot of rumors that that's what he was gonna do he sold off a bunch of shares uh, for the WWE and uh, a lot of rumors, you know, people are saying, oh, he's going to get back into football, and people were really excited about this. So this one's kind of strange to me, the XFL returning. Uh, the XFL did not do well. Um, you know, I almost wonder if it's one of those things that people look back that it was so terrible, it was so awful, but it was kind of fun and nostalgia everybody's kind of clamoring for it, right? Like, 
do people really want the XFL to come back? Or do you just think you want the XFL to come back? You know, is it... Do we really want eight bad Transformers movies? Or do you just kind of think that you do? We're just going to keep pumping those out. Is it the nostalgia? Is that really what's fueling the XFL coming back? Um, I mean, Vince McMahon is obviously a really intelligent businessman. Uh, he he knows what he's doing, so I would like to think that this is going to be pretty cool. I'm excited for it. Um, you know, I remember watching the XFL. It, it only lasted a year. Um, but there's been a lot of buzz about it. Like, <laughs> was it that 30 for 30 on ESPN that really got everybody excited about the XFL? Is that what did it? I mean, everybody's like, oh, it started talking about the XFL again, and Vince is like, oh, yeah. Guys, they're, they're, they're talking about us. We should bring it back. Because it's kind of strange that there would be all that. He, he never wa- really wanted to talk about it before because it was a failure. Vince doesn't fail. He doesn't like to fail. He doesn't talk about his failures. So, is that, you know, is that what's happening here? I, I, I don't know. It's kind of strange. But uh, in 2020 uh, is when he says that it's that's when we're going to have uh, some games, I guess. The new league won't start to play until 2020. Uh, so, I guess there's a some sort of NFL-PA bargaining agreement or between the NFL and the players' union. So they're saying that's kind of coincides with that, right? Um, which I guess the last XFL, you know, he's definitely not going to have any huge superstars, right? He's not going to have the big players because all of them are going to be wrapped up in the NFL. Uh, it's just going to be like it was before, which again makes me kind of wonder the success of it. Uh, is it going to be really big, huge? Um, you know, he's going to be picking up players that... Uh, you know, a mix of retired NFL players, NFL Europe, the arena football. Um, I don't know. I was talking with somebody about this today as well, that, you know, I, I'm. everybody's excited. Are we going to have a team here Where's the teams? Where are the placements of all the teams? Are we going to have a team in, in the New England area? Could you even have another football team in the New England area? Um, the NFL is kind of suffering as well, right? Like, they're not doing well. Um, they're down like 20%. Their viewers, people don't really care about the NFL as much. A lot of people are upset about the kneeling. Um, I was talking with Mike and Dan, Dan from the Furnicast, Mike from Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks, and they <laughs> they said that uh, they heard people asking if the players are going to kneel or not. Uh, they're so upset that players are kneeling in the NFL that they're not watching anymore, which is crazy, ludicrous. And they think, oh, um, well, maybe we can watch the XFL. Is Vince going to make everybody stand? And <laughs> in the press conference today, uh, a lot of reporters were asking him. We're asking Vince, uh, are you going to make the players stand? 
Are you gonna, you know, do any punishments if they kneel? I, I still can't believe that that's what we're wrapped up in. Like, it's it's hard to imagine that we're really wrapped up in the fact that players are kneeling and we can't watch the NFL because of it. I know we've talked about that a lot um, in the past. It's just like you've loved football your entire life. You've been a huge fan of this team, but oh boy, those guys get down on one knee. Fuck that. I'm not, I can't support that anymore. They're burning their jerseys. Um, I, I'm excited. I, I'm looking forward to it. Although at the same time, per usual, I'm a little pessimistic. Um, you know, I, I, I wonder if they're going to be able to do a lot of the same things that he tried to do. <laughs> Are we going to have the, the players and the cheerleaders dating again? Are they, is he going to encourage that? Uh, he likes his drama, so uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I am pretty excited to do uh, XFL fantasy, though. I I really excited about drafting uh, my XFL fantasy team and playing DraftKings or you know FanDuel. <clears throat> um. So I I <laughs> I guess we'll see how it plays out. Um. Uh, Two years, though. We have to wait two years for all of this to be put together. Um, so, XFL 2020. Mark your calendars. I'm going to mark it in my Google calendars right now. That's what I'm doing. Um, but, uh, yeah. Had some pretty interesting stuff happen at uh, work over the past week. I, uh, I'm never one to kind of get too wrapped up in work rumors. I try to avoid them. But one uh, recently uh, was pretty funny. I guess they found a uh, pregnancy test in the bathroom, the women's restroom at work. So this just had me thinking, like... Was somebody so stressed out that they were pregnant? It wasn't just one pregnancy test. It was two pregnancy tests that they found in one of the women's stalls at the bathroom. Or in the bathroom. And, like, are you so stressed out, so freaked out that you're at work? You know, on your way to work, you picked up a couple pregnancy tests. First thing you did is run into the bathroom and take the test and cast it aside. Or I, I, I wonder if, because we have a couple girls that are at work that are pregnant, but they're obviously pregnant. They've been pregnant for some time. Everybody knows about it. So then I, I wonder if they did it as, as kind of a prank. Did they think they were just going to, oh, let me throw one of these down just to get the gossip, uh, the rumor mill turning? It's pretty ridiculous. Like, why on earth would you waste the time uh, uh, doing that? Um, or, again, just that panicky, you know, uh, they really were worried they were pregnant and um, took the test at work. 
but everybody is talking about it. Everybody has, uh, you know, their guesses as to who it could be. Uncle Hall in the chat, it is live. Yes, we are live right now. Welcome aboard. Mike in the chat, thank you. Thank you for joining me. <clears throat> um, but why on earth? Like, what? And then if you were pregnant, if you if you were panicking on your way to work, you stopped at the dollar store, you picked up a couple pregnancy tests, you take the test at work, why wouldn't you throw it away? Like, why wouldn't you take the time to actually throw it in a trash can, but you just leave it on the floor of the bathroom? Like, that's what makes me think it's a prank. You know, like, why... <laughs> Why would you be so careless about it? Or maybe you were pregnant, like, well, fuck, I'm pregnant. Might as well get everybody talking. Um, of course, I'm I'm obviously overanalyzing this whole thing. Um, but yeah, everybody thinks like they've got these theories that uh, you know, so and so, like it's an interwork thing that somebody <laughs> came to work, took the pregnancy test just so they could confront the person that they work with. There's a lot of that, which. Uh, you know, I, I've, there's a lot of other rumors about people banging other people and people catching people having sex in the bathroom or, uh, you know, having sex in, like, the storage units around uh, the area that we work in. So, I mean, I, I think a lot of it's just catty. People are, you know, angry at other people for whatever reason. Uh, they, they all get pretty petty. <laughs> at at my work, so, um, but yeah, that's just some of the fun stuff that I get to deal with. I uh, I was actually playing WoW, uh, World of Warcraft for you people not in the know, with uh, with Joe last Friday, and I I got a pretty upsetting phone call uh, from one of my uh, one of my employees. He. Uh, one of our one of our drivers called out sick so you know I asked a couple people hey do you mind staying late to kind of cover up the pick up the slack everybody agreed wasn't a big issue but 11 o'clock at night on Friday I had a call from one of the kids that agreed to work late and he just called me and fucking like <sighs> laid it out to me like, just, this isn't fucking right, this isn't fair, uh, you know, this guy calls out all the time, why should I have to suffer for it? And I'm thinking to myself, in what world do you call your boss at 11 o'clock at night and and lay all this out? This kid's got his own set of problems, too. I mean, we had a bunch of issues early on. He uh, he was always calling out uh, to the point where, uh, you know, I was going to uh, terminate him. But he kind of fixed things and uh, turned it around. So, but, yeah, just this fucking kid calling me and, and uh, he was really just being a cunt. Um... So I I actually I, I called got a backup for him 
immediately that night, and I sent him home. Um, and I guess maybe he was worried that he was going to lose his job. He called me the next day and apologized, uh, which I let him stay. You know, I, I maybe this is something I've created. This is a culture that I've created. Like I'm a maybe I'm too kind. I'm too kind of a boss. I'm too lenient with people. But I mean, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Uh, all right. So there's a few other things that I want to get to this evening. Um. I want to talk about Monique. I want to talk about the Oscars. You guys have heard about Monique, right? She's banning, wants to ban Netflix. Pretty ridiculous. She wants to ban Netflix uh, because their gender and racial issues that they have over there. They don't uh, properly pay black or female co comedians so we're uh <laughs> yeah mike oscar's so white oscar's so white yeah uh joe's in the chat she wants she wants the money she wants more money monique uh they offered her five hundred thousand dollars to do a netflix special a lot of money. It's a, that's a decent amount of money for Monique too. Like you kind of think, oh man. I mean, what is Monique doing? Who the fuck is Monique? But a lot of younger people would probably say, who the fuck is Monique? Who is Monique? <laughs> to be honest, like I know she's done comedy films, but I I really didn't know that she was a comedian. I I didn't. I was not unaware that she was doing stand-up specials. Um, but yeah, she she was offered $500,000 for a Netflix special. So she she didn't like that. She was not happy with it. So she takes to uh, Instagram, which is kind of a strange outlet, right? Like, is Instagram, I guess that's the big place to uh, to lash out. But um, this is what she has to say. Hey, my loves. I am asking that you stand with me and boycott Netflix for gender bias and color bias. I was offered a $500,000 deal last week to do a comedy special. However, Amy Schumer was offered $11 million, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle $20 million. Then Amy Schumer went back and renegotiated two more million dollars because she said, I shouldn't get what the men are getting, they're legends, however, I should get more, and Netflix agreed. When we asked Netflix to explain the difference, why the money was so different, they said, well, we believe that's what Monique will bring. We said, well, what about my resume? They said, we don't go off of resumes. Then we asked them, what was it about Amy Schumer? And they said, well, she sold out Madison Square Garden twice, and she had a big movie over the summer. Is that not Amy Schumer's resume? And then Netflix said, by the way, we believe Monique is a legend too. Why shouldn't I get what the legends are getting? Please stand with me in this boycott of Netflix. I love us for real. Hey, my love. So, <laughs> that's, uh, that, that's her big out, her, you know, big cry right there. Uh, that's what hit the, uh, hit the Instagram, 
hit the social media, it started getting a little buzz. So she's upset that Netflix doesn't really honor, um, you know, uh, black people or women, right? They're sexist and they're racist because they have only offered her five hundred thousand dollars. Well, that's that, okay. That's fine. You can you make that that cry, that plea to society. But then it's like, why are your examples, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle? and Amy Schumer, two black men and a woman. Well, <laughs> hold on a second. Why am I not getting more money? You paid these you paid this black man uh, millions of dollars. You played you paid Amy Schumer millions of dollars. I mean, come on, 500,000, that's not even 1 million dollar. It's not 1 million. Amy Schumer got 11. <laughs> yeah, uh, do the math. Two black men plus woman equals Monique. So, again, I, I I don't even know what Monique has as far as comedy specials go. Uh, I know that she's been in some successful films. Uh, you know, they've um, they've made a lot of money. Uh, she's been nominated for some Oscars uh, or Academy Awards or whatever the fuck they are. I think she's won. Uh, some awards. She won an award for Precious. She was the mother of Precious. Um, so, I mean, yeah, great. She's uh, she's a big star, I guess. But maybe then she was. Like, Amy Schumer, I don't think if Amy Schumer went to release a, a comedy special at this point, Netflix would say, hey, we're going to pay you 10 or $11 million, right? I, I don't think that she would get that. She got that kind of money because Trainwreck came out. It was huge. Amy Schumer was touring and selling out arenas. Arenas. She was selling out arenas. So it might have been dumb for Netflix to tell Monique that we don't pay people off of resumes and then say, oh, well, this is, the, this is why. Okay, yeah, that's pretty stupid. I don't know why you would say that. Um, but, I mean, Monique, come on. Uh, these are huge stars. Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, I mean, they're massive. They're massive comedians. They they could go out and sell out arenas for days. Kevin Hart, you know, Kevin Hart can sell out arenas two days in a row. Um, But Monique, actually, there were a lot of arguments thrown out there. Like, oh, well, you know, Amy Schumer got all this money because Trainwreck... Uh, was so big, they started quoting all these resumes, and, you know, Monique, come on, you're, uh, you're not that big, and, uh, so then she takes to Instagram with her husband, <laughs> uh, and this video is pretty strange, because it's, it's framed, um, Monique and her husband on either side of an awards cabinet, and it's got all of her awards, uh, that she's won for Precious, and, you know, I, I, anything else, I guess. I, I don't know what other awards Monique has won, you know. But this is her and her husband, that they have this very well scripted, and her husband only has a few lines, which is pretty great. Hey, my loves, it's Monique and Sydney. And we've been in a lot of conversation in reference to bankability, so we thought we'd do a little fact-checking. We've got some information. Do you think they... <laughs> Who wrote this, right? Did Monique say, all right, 
I'm gonna say, hey everybody, this is Monique and Sydney, and then I'm gonna throw it to you, Sydney, and you take it from here. You got this. It'll be fun. I'll let you finish some of my sentences. That's, that's so embarrassing. Why would you do this? Well, box office mojo. In right. So they go to box office mojo. Monique's like, listen. They're saying that Amy Schumer made more money than me. All right, listen. I'm going to box office mojo. I'm going to do a little research of my own. This can't be true. My movies are huge hits. 2017, Amy Schumer did a film called Snatch. That film made $45 million domestically. In 2016, I did a film called Almost Christmas. That film made $42 million domestically. Amy Schumer's budget for Snatch was $42 million, and it made $45 million. And it was in how many theaters? 3,511. Sydney, listen, I'm going to give you some numbers. I need you to remember them, okay? Don't fuck this up. You can't fuck this up, Sydney. How many times did Sydney... How many theaters were they in? <sighs> God damn it, Sydney! Gotta get the numbers right. He looks like a fucking... Uh, like he's been kidnapped. Like he's all sweaty. He's staring at Monique's face the whole time until he's called upon. And then he stares at the camera. His dead eyes. Lifeless eyes. Like a doll's eyes. Giving his... He's been... He's beaten. I don't know what his hands are doing in this video either. They're like all tucked down. There's pockets. That's a $3 million profit. Almost Christmas budget was $17 million and it made $42 million. That's a $25 million profit. And how many theaters was it in? 2,379. So here's what we got, guys. Amy Schumer only made like $3 million on her movie Snatched. And my movie, Almost Christmas, made way more money than that. I mean, yeah, collectively made less money, but it made more profit, guys. Profit's what matters. Made more profit. Still made less money, stupid Monique. It made less money. Less people went to go see your movie than dumb Amy Schumer's movie. They paid you all less on fucking Almost Christmas too, you dumb bitch. You didn't make enough money in Almost Christmas. You made less money. You made the studios more money. Jesus. Stupid Sydney over there. Yep, yep, that's right. These numbers are right. Look at these differences. <laughs> oh, man. Could somebody please make it make sense? And can you see the disparity in that number and what bankability really is? Bankability. Guys, bankability. <clears throat> In that, yeah, Anchor, you're right. Was she the star of Almost Christmas? No, she wasn't. If you look at the cast of Almost Christmas, it's not, you know, Monique and Bill Hader, where Monique is the star. It, it's it got an ensemble. Danny Glover? Gabrielle Union? I mean, I, honestly, I don't know most of these people. Jesse T. Usher? I'm guessing that's Usher. Usher was in this movie. But, I mean, it's a huge cast. 
It was a, ca- a large cast of people. It wasn't just... Uh, <laughs> it just wasn't Monique uh, carrying the film. I, Amy Schumer carried the film. She She's, you know... She's the star. She's the star. I'm going to make you a star. Hey, my- um, you know, so she does all this math and throws all these numbers out and says, look, guys, but I think furthermore, the argument is made. It's like, uh, uh, Monique, uh, um, yeah, okay. I mean, Snatched, Snatched, I think, didn't do very well. Like, that was on Amy Schumer's uh, way out. You know, I think Amy Schumer's on the decline. But Trainwreck did pretty well for her. Um, and Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, I mean, come on. You, Monique, I'm sorry, you can't compare yourself. But she's pushed, uh, put out a couple more Instagram videos. There's a really strange one where it's the screen's cut in half. And she's, like, dancing with some music playing and then explaining that you should listen to the lyrics of the song that's playing in the background but the entire time she's just talking over it and saying bankability she just keeps saying bankability listen my babies listen my babies listen my babies she did another one where Sydney was held captive it's got a sweaty upper lip all nervous and then apparently she's in a fight with uh Cheryl Underwood, which I didn't even know who that was, but I guess uh, not enough people are standing up for Monique. She's not getting the traction that she wanted. I think Monique, by telling you all to ban Netflix and unsubscribe, I, I don't know. I don't know what the end game here is. I'm wondering if she's trying to do all of this to get more money. Um, you know, the Epics or some other company is going to come in and say, hey, uh, we're gonna give you, um, you know, we're not gonna give you five hundred thousand. We'll give you eight hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand, or maybe she even gets a million, right? Uh, maybe she gets a million dollars, and you know that that company that the whoever it is that comes in and saves Monique can be the one that you know paid her the money that she deserved. But I can't imagine. Like, I wonder what the the amount is that would have stopped this from happening. Like, did she go to Netflix knowing that Amy Schumer made $11 million and think, all right, well, I mean, I'll, <laughs> I gotta get eight, right? Did she think she was gonna get $11 million? I mean, Amy Schumer even knew she wasn't worth as much as Chris Rock and uh, Dave Chappelle. She was like, listen, I, the, the, that's the, like, one of the <laughs> greatest things that Amy Schumer has done. When that outrage came out that, uh, uh, you know, all these companies were, or these comedians were making more money than Amy Schumer, she was like, hey, listen, I, I'm a big star right now, but th- this is Chris Rock. This is uh, Dave Chappelle. They, I can't, I shouldn't be making that much money. So, I don't know. Monique. That's Wanda Sykes. <laughs> it came out that they offered her 250000 Poor Wanda Sykes isn't even worth as much as Monique. But I'll be honest, like if there was a, a Monique special and there was a Wanda Sykes special sitting next, I, I would click on I would click on Wanda Sykes before Monique's. 
I, Monique would not make it to my uh, my Netflix queue. I would definitely click like not interested. The only thing that I've ever enjoyed Monique in was Beer Fest. That was about it. But all right, guys, um, I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna take a break. Let me find my break tab. When I come back, <clears throat> when I come back, Joe's going to be here, formerly co-host of, uh, former co-host of the Lotus cast. Kind of weird, huh? Trying to not do the Lotus cast anymore. <clears throat> Joe sent me a message and he was like, hey, if you want some company tonight, and I was like, all right, well, I guess. I guess. Maybe we could talk about the Oscars. Oscar nominations. But. Alright. Uh, take a quick break and uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. There's a
Alright. Back. It's the Whatever This Is show. With your host, me. I still don't know what to call this. So, uh, you know, crying out to you guys, the listeners. Yeah, there's no listeners. Uh, I'm crying out to you guys. Um, you know, if you have any suggestions, tweet at me. Uh, you know, I'm still going to be using the, uh, uh, still going to be using the Lotus cast on Twitter. Um, so reach out there. Uh, the podcast, this episode is going, uh, to, yeah, sorry, Uncle Hall. Let me figure some shit out first. Uh, but yeah, uh, you'll find it on the Lotus cast feed. Mike wants to be call it wants me to call it bumvi. I don't know what that means. Bum love? That's not bum love. But um, you know. <sighs> Let's try to get old Joseph here. Can't be referred to as Joseph Thundernuts anymore. Hello. Whoa, you sound different, Joe. Do I? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, you sound better now. <clears throat> Could call the show Bum there? Love. I had to mute the show because it was echoing. Uh, yeah, probably would be. How's it going, buddy? Okay. Still haven't come up with a show name, right? I have not come up with a show name. I have a couple of ideas. I have a couple of things that I'm thinking about. Uh, Mike threw out Bum Love, which, not bad. Um, Liquid Lozenge wants me to call it Sactol. Sakutol? I don't know what that means. Why are there a lot of uh, terrible suggestions in there? They seem like they're all initials or some sort of acronym. Yeah, Uncle Hall wants me to be the Flaming Fags of Fairfax. What? Yeah, I mean, there's... You know, just me, and we don't Is that his personal <laughs> podcast name that he I, was saving and he's giving to you? I think that's how he's known on Reddit. The Flaming oh. Fag of Fairfax would be my... Uh, Mike says, Gravy Oreos, a podcast. It's not bad. Not bad at all. Um, but, eh. Are you... Uh, did you disconnect your Netflix, Joe? I did, and I signed up for Epics so that I could see Monique's new show. I like that name, Liquid. Mostly Matt with Matt Chuck. I'm not calling it the Chowdacast. These are really terrible. I kind of like I mean, mostly, mostly Matt. The mostly with... Matt with Matt Chuck is fine. It's The rest of them are just awful. <sighs> Mike wants me to call the show Anchor. Could you imagine if I called the show Anchors? Anchor? Yeah, just the Anchor cast or something. That I just played clips of Anchor on Unfit for FM, but only his parts. Like I didn't play any of the uh, any of Brian talking. And then you steal his Googles. <laughs> yeah, and then eventually, um, all Unfit for FM directs to uh, some sort of like fast Ferrari car or something. Um, yeah, the the Monique thing is pretty ridiculous, right? Like. I, I don't know why she 
has done this other than to announce what Netflix is paying her in a bid to shame them. And then she just took a deal with Epics, who probably just gave her, like, I don't know, a hundred grand more than Netflix. Yeah. I, there's, nobody's going to. You know what she should do is just, just, just so that it could all be out there, right? How much money could Monique make is she should release it like Louis C.K. does. Do it online. Yeah. He said he made a lot of money. There you go. Put out your special, put it out on your website, and if you're gonna make, if you're worth more than five hundred thousand dollars, then prove it. But I don't, I don't think, think she, she is. I think Netflix has a lot of data behind it, and they know what what shows and specials of Monique's that, that people have already played, and know that she's worth five hundred thousand. Yeah, she she just she doesn't feel like she has to prove it. She just thinks that she's you know worth more than that. Uncle Hall, you seriously cannot buy the rights to the Lotus cast? No. No. A, it's not worth anything. B, you need to move on. We didn't even do any merchandising. Why would he want the merchandising rights? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Oscar nominations. The Oscar nominees have all come out. Um, I haven't seen a lot of these films, Joe. Uh, I saw The Shape of Water. I've seen, I haven't even seen that yet. I've seen Get Out. I've seen... Actually, I say that I haven't seen a lot of these movies. I mean, I'm about to say that I've watched three of these. Three of the... What is that? Uh, is that of the best uh, the best movies? Or the ones where you're just like random, like, um, like Logan got nominated? Yeah, I'm talking about Best Picture. Um the movies that won bet or that are nominated for best picture. I've seen Dunkirk, Get Out, The Shape of Water, and half one half of the post. I haven't watched uh any of those aside from Dunkirk, so I've got my uh You never watched Get Out? Oh. No, I never I never watched it. Call Me by Your Name is nominated Darkest Hour um which is Gary Oldman playing Winston Churchill, Dunkirk, which is the war movie, Get Out, which is the movie where white people want to be black people, Lady Bird, which I have not seen, I don't know what it's about, Phantom Thread, I don't know what that's about, The Post, which is about the Washington Post, The Shape of Water, which is about Sally Hawkins fucking a mermaid by Guillermo del Toro, and three billboards outside of God knows, just a fucking long name. Well, based on the movies that I've seen in that list, I think Dunkirk has it. You think Dunkirk has it? It's the only one I've seen, so it's the only one I'm rooting oh, for. I see. <laughs> You're only rooting <laughs> for it because, you, uh, because you've seen it? I, I mean, I've heard good things about Get Out. It, it did have like the highest um, tomato meter for a long time. And uh, I remember there was some controversy because somebody like rated it down just so that it wouldn't have 100%. I, I can't believe you haven't watched The Shape of Water. I figured you would have seen that at least. No, I, I just haven't had time. I haven't touched uh, any of these movies I wanted to. Why was The Shape of Water? Everyone's told me to watch, like, uh, Darkest Hour first. Uh, I mean, I guess maybe watch... I, I have not seen Darkest Hour. I watched The Shape of Water because I like Guillermo del Toro. Uh, I, I like the movies that he puts out. Um, it was a good movie. It's, it's so you kinda... liked him in Star Wars? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> um, I like the Shape of Water. It, it was kind of strange, um, but 
it was it was just the story, uh, and I, I don't really want to spoil it for you if you haven't seen it. But uh, the thing that I like about it is they don't give you like a ton of backstory. There's no origin to all of this. Like it just happens, uh, which is what always kind of annoys me, especially about movies with creatures in them is they always tend to have to explain where it comes from, and that usually ruins the movie. Or some some part of it, right? Like, the origin's kind of cool, but the rest of it's bad. Yeah, it's generally one or the other. Like, the origin is the only interesting part of their story, so then they kind of focus on that. Or they kind of hope that you'll just figure it out as you go along. I think they did that with, like, Edward Norton's um, Hulk movie. Like, they right. just he was already the Hulk. Yeah, he was just the Hulk. You guys know what's going on here. Um, yeah. You know, or even the latest Spider-Man movie, like he's already Spider-Man. We didn't. Yeah, yeah, and that was good. Like I kind of wish that a lot of superhero movies would just take a page out of this way of telling a story. It's just okay. You guys know the characters. I'm not gonna hold your hand through this. Here's the story. You know, not trying to introduce different characters and and whatnot. But I like the Shape of Water. Sally Hawkins. Um, she's a weird looking chick. Like. I, she's not ugly. I wouldn't say she's ugly. I think she's cute. She's uh, not like a traditional like leading lady. She's got kind of like a weird look. Yeah. I did watch I, Tanya as well. How's that? I've been looking forward to that one. Um, it's pretty good. I, For whatever reason, whenever I hear anything about that movie, or even as watching it, like, all right, it's a good movie. Margot Robbie's pretty good. There's a lot of really funny moments. But I just found myself thinking, dude, this is this really happened, and it kind of fucked up Nancy Kerrigan. Like, you yeah, know, she didn't even like want to talk about it at all. Right, like Nancy, people have been trying to interview her. Nancy Kerrigan like kind of just fucked her life up, you know. I mean, she did get to skate in the Olympics and everything, but is she in it? Um, Nancy, like who? Somebody to play Nancy yeah, Kerrigan? Yeah, somebody. Somebody plays Nancy Kerrigan. Um. But it was a good movie. I mean, Margot Robbie is is uh, way too attractive to be playing Tanya Harding. But I'm just looking at the cast, and it looks pretty pretty good. Like Allison Janney's her mom and Sebastian oh, Stan's. Oh, her mom's Galoopy. great. Uh, her mom is probably the best part of that movie. She she uh, did a good job playing the mother. Uh, also, the guy who plays the bodyguard is like probably the second best thing in that movie. Margot Robbie. Isn't even the best. Sebastian Stan, the Winter Soldier. No, no, no. That's her husband, which is crazy because he doesn't look anything like Sebastian Stan. He's like he was. You know, Margot Robbie is is was not able to ugly herself up enough to play Tanya Harding, but Sebastian Stan, boy, did he ugly himself up, and I I didn't even realize it was him until like halfway through the movie. Who's the bodyguard? The big old fat guy. I forget his name, but he's the big old fat guy. I don't remember, honestly. I mean, you haven't seen it, so how could you remember? No, but I mean, I remember it happening, you know, when oh, I was a kid. Oh, I barely remember it happening. Uh, I mean, obviously, you're a couple years older than me, so uh, I would say that... Yeah, but I remember of... the names like Jeff Galuli and... Yeah, uh, Jeff Galuli, yeah. yeah, the bodyguard. That's the... And the guy, whoever played him in I, Tonya. Uh, was that was really... Sebastian Stan. No, not Jeff Kaluli then. Sorry. Big old fat bodyguard. Was it? 
Sean Eckhart. Could be. Or Martin Maddox. I don't know. I'm just that looking at a list. But, um, yeah, like, I remember um, it all happening. I remember watching stuff on the news. I remember seeing the Nancy Kerrigan video. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Like, if Twitter or YouTube were a thing back then, like, that would just be on repeat. Like, we'd oh. have 100 GIFs of it. Um, it, it it almost plays out like a uh, Coen Brothers movie, like watching the, just the actual story of I, Tanya. Like, it was just so ridiculous. It was just stupid thing after stupid thing happening. But I recommend it. I liked it. It was good. Um, I do want to see the Three Billboards movie. A lot of these movies, uh, I'm just not that interested in. Like, I don't know what Lady. Well, yeah, but that is. happens every year. Like last year, like, did you really know a lot of the Oscar movies? Like, had you heard of them until they were nominated? Uh, I mean, to be honest, I don't hear of a lot of them until they're nominated or until screener season happens, and I start illegally downloading everything. Um, but yeah, I, I generally get pretty excited to watch a lot of them. Um, that movie about the. Boston Globe revealing the pedo ring inside the Catholic Church. Uh, the Big Short. I remember, like, really excited to see that movie. I remember the... I can't, I can't remember the names of all these movies. I just remember enjoying them. But the Drummer movie? Uh, what was that one called? The Drummer movie? Yeah, you know, I remember a couple years ago, the kid and the drummer and fucking... Uh, no idea. You don't know what I'm talking about. What the fuck, dude? How do you not know I... what I'm talking about? Kid with a drum movie? Is that? I'm just gonna Google it. Yeah, Whiplash. Whiplash. No, I, I don't remember that. I you didn't see that. Oh man, Whiplash was really fucking good. Whiplash was a great movie. <clears throat> Mike says Three Billboards best movie of 2017. Was it that good? It won the uh, the Golden Globe for best film, and then people uh, were upset because they were like any of the other movies were better movies like a better best picture pick uh, best picture pick but three billboards took the the golden globe for best picture i'm halfway through the post and i was kind of hoping the post would be similar to that boston globe movie um about is this one of those instances where you just like fell asleep while watching it no i i started watching it i knew i wouldn't be able to finish it but i had an hour the movie's two hours. I'm like, oh, I'll burn an hour now, and I'll burn an hour, you know, this weekend. Um, I liked it. Uh, Meryl Streep's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of funny, because as I'm watching it, Bob Odenkirk pops up. And I think to myself, has there ever been a case where somebody has been an actor, and a pretty well-known actor, a comedic actor, but then, and I, a typecast is the wrong word, but becomes famous for a character like. What, really like the far, schlub? No, like becomes a famous character pretty far along in their career. Like usually, you become that character right off the bat. Like you, you are playing the Twilight guy, right off the bat, and then everybody kind of thinks of you as that person. Harrison Ford, you know, he's got two characters. He's always going to be. Um, Han Solo or Indiana Jones, right? Um, like, there's a few people that you only think. And Bob Odenkirk was a, an actor, a comedian for a long time, and then he got the Better Call Saul part. And now every time I see him, that's all I think about. 
when he popped really? up, I was like, uh, oh, it's, that, that's fucking Saul Goodman. I don't know. I don't. I don't see him as a obviously because I don't. I don't watch uh, Better Call Saul, but like well, he's not I mean, the one Breaking that Bad I would too. Like he. he well, yeah, I've seen Breaking Bad, but like I don't. I don't know. Every I never time, associate him with it. Every time I see him, uh, anchors. Yeah, Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Um, like you know, Hugh Jackman was nobody, and now when you see Hugh Jackman, you kind of associate him. Oh, that's Wolverine. Well, yeah. I know that he's Wolverine, but like, like when he was in like Miz or something, like you know, I don't see that as just Wolverine singing. Like, there are a couple actors that I do do that with, like uh, Tom Cruise. I feel like it's Tom Cruise in every movie. Well, but, but that, like, that's not what I'm talking about. Like, it's not okay. Yeah, Denzel Washington is Denzel Washington in every movie. I'm saying you you associate that person with like their biggest character, right? Like, um. Uh, again, yeah, like a Hugh Jackman as Wolverine is a good example. Um, I, I was waiting for the claws to come out. Were, were you though? I was. <laughs> I was waiting for him to come out and fucking slash everybody. That would be a great musical, Wolverine the musical. They should do it now I've before he's hit. Claws coming out of my hands, cutting and slashing. Yeah, Tim Allen will forever be known as the Santa Claus. Tim the Toolman Taylor? <laughs> yes, Tim the Toolman Taylor. Like he just does the rah, 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 rah in every role? Yeah, uh, I mean, but that that's... It's just weird that like that's what happened to Bob Odenkirk. To me, at least. I don't know if any anybody else kind of feels that way. Mike posted a picture of Alfred in the... I don't think Alfred was a famous... Like, whoever he was, that actor... Was famous. Was for famous him. for playing Alfred. Right, he was old. Got the movie as Alfred in the Batman films, and then we all knew him as Alfred. We didn't know who the fuck he was. Kevin James played. is a good uh, a good one because he is the same in every movie. It's He's the I'm same like about. Kevin James character. That's not what I'm talking about. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, look. What? <laughs> but why do we? Keep... <laughs> He's the, the he's the original Kevin James. Like whatever Kevin James's original character was that he became famous for, like I don't know, King of Queens or Mall Cop. Um, well, like it it's King just that and everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, that I get. I'm just saying, like these people have gone on to like they try to do other things, but when you see them, you always just think that first character that they played, like like uh, the the fucking Twilight Kid. You won't ever think of him as anything other than. The Twilight Kid. Any movie he does, Tyler or, or Cedric Diggory, or well, eh, I guess people do like him for that. Leslie Nielsen will always be Frank uh, Drebin. That's true. Did he do anything else, Leslie Nielsen? He played. Um, yes, he did other movies, but he was always in parody films. What about Will Ferrell? Is he always just going to be like I don't know Spartan Twitter? Anchorman? No, because he he did again. You know, he he definitely is one of those guys that is kind of Will Ferrell in every movie. But he was Frank the Tank in Old School, which everybody loved. That they liked Anchorman. Like he's done a lot of really great films. Mike said that the the guy who played uh, who played Alfred had a long career. You know, that's what I thought when I started watching Breaking Bad, right? Now, um, uh, 
uh, Brian Cranston was able to break it. Like, there's obviously people who can break out of the mold, and Brian Cranston was able to do that. I always thought of him as the dad of from Malcolm, Malcolm in the middle. middle, right? And when he started doing this, I was like, "What the fuck?" But now I all like most always associate him with as the dad from Godzilla. Yes. You know, there's a Godzilla uh, anime out on Netflix. Yeah, I just saw it the other. I didn't watch it, but I mean, I saw the the promo for it the other day. Yeah. It's like a two part movie. It's not like right. a, a full series. One part is out. It's an hour and a half long. I want to see it. Um, I figured you would. You're a big Godzilla fan. A big Godzilla fan. I want to see it. I, I think it'll be pretty good. Um, kind of a like the ad, the trailer, the ad. What a fucking fool. The trailer made it look pretty interesting. It's like some guys. Godzilla killed his family, and he's vowing to kill him. But that's true. I do see him as Zordon now in the Power Rangers. <laughs> really? <Are> you? Uh... <laughs> yeah. Did you not see the new Power Rangers? It's yes, breathtaking. It's not the Zordon role. It's really not. It is not. Um, Joe, I know you have it, but do you play HQ? Uh, I played it once last weekend. Um, when I was over with uh, Kevin and Tanya, actually, because they were raving about it, and I didn't know anything about it, so I played it, and uh, I think I got like five or six questions in before I, I lost. Yeah. Um, but then I looked into it, and it's like almost impossible to get any money out of it. Yeah. You. So if you guys don't know what HQ is, HQ is a trivia game um, <clears throat> that everybody can play. Uh, it's an app you download it on your phone. It's called HQ, and uh, there's a really obnoxious like game. The host, host is the worst part it's of it. It's fucking terrible. But he he does like this really long intro, and I think they do it every day at three p.m. and nine p.m. And then they do it once a day on the weekends, uh, or maybe they just do it on Sundays. They don't do Saturdays. Uh, I don't know. They they said that the the jackpot on Sunday was like twenty grand or something. Yeah. Um, it's not 15, that high 000. during the week. Right, so on Sunday they did a $15,000 jackpot. It was for 15 questions. So what happens is you and, you know, so I played for pretty much the first time Sunday night, right? And uh, you have to answer 15 questions. Um, Liquid Lozenge, the app takes the form of a live game show which airs at 9 p.m. Eastern Time Daily with an extra show at 3 p.m. Eastern on weekdays. Correct. So... Exactly. It's a live game show, but everybody that has the app gets to compete. So it doesn't matter. Like, it could be um, 500,000 people, uh, which obviously Monique would be upset about. Um, well, the night people. I played, it was 1.3 million people yeah. to start. So but the of... whole app was so laggy because of it. Yes. Yeah, that's a problem they have to fix. Um, on On Sunday, when I played for the first time, on Sunday, I think there was like 1.2 million people, and um, so they ask the the guy asks the questions. You get uh, multiple choice. You get three options, and uh, you have to answer all of the questions correctly. If you answer incorrectly, you get booted unless you have extra lives. And the only way to get extra lives is to invite other people, and. Um, is to invite other people into the, you know, I guess to join HQ if they use your code, then you get extra lives. So you can save yourself and keep going if you answer something incorrectly. Um, 
boy, like the first set of questions are really easy, and then they get into like you know some th- the questions become more difficult. But yeah, the fifteen thousand dollars is split amongst all the people that answer all of the questions correctly. So yeah, if it's so 15, you could have one winner, right. or you could have one point two million winners. Exactly. Like if everybody guesses it right, uh, which would never happen. And I thought it was really funny. One of the questions that were that was asked on Sunday uh, was, "Who directs Tyler Perry's Medea movies?" And then they listed it out. The first one was Tyler Perry. The second one was George Lucas. The third one was Abraham Lincoln. So this is like the second question, right? Yeah. So who directs Tyler Perry's Medea films? Tyler Perry, George Lucas, Abraham Lincoln. Well, everybody knows George Lucas is a director, and Tyler Perry is Medea. Like, how can he be directing? So the answer is Abe Lincoln. Uh, Liquid says the prize is currently $2,500 for most games, but has been as high as 18000 The creators have st- uh, stated that they plan to someday increase it to a million. I don't know how they make money. So here's the thing. I, I was reading about this the other day. Um, they uh, People are asking, like, how do they keep getting money for these jackpots and stuff? And yeah. they have very strict rules for when you win. You can only cash out when you have $20 or more um, as a winner. If a lot of people win, then your the prize is split so much that you could win like two dollars, mm-hmm. um, and you only have like ninety days to cash out. So if you don't win enough jackpots in the ninety days, you just lose all That's of your a money. Fucking scam. Yeah. So they're not really paying anything out because not too many people are are winning the jackpots. No. They are paying some people because I guess there have been games where like three people have won and they've taken home like six hundred bucks. Right. But like for the most part, they don't. Yeah, they're not paying anybody out. I guess people are just really enthralled by this because it's something to do. You know, you like you try to see how far you can get with your friends, and oh yeah, you know, and, yeah. that, and that's it. Um, but yeah, the, the host is the worst part. Like, I couldn't see this doing so, this regularly. He's so obnoxious. Like, I kind of like the concept, but the concept creeps me out too because it feels a little Black Mirror-ish. Like I, I don't know if you've watched any Black Mirror, but there's an episode yeah. with like some kid who sits in front on a bicycle, and like his whole life is in front of a screen, and I feel like that's like a step. This is all a step toward that um, weird alternate reality. It's just going to become our reality. Uh, so that's a little creepy to me. I like the concept though. Like it's you know gets a lot of people involved. Um, but yeah, it, so this question. <laughs> There's no reason that 100% of people wouldn't answer Tyler Perry, right? Sure. Dude, I I want to say like some four, four or 5,000 people said that it was Abraham Lincoln. And then even more people said, guess George Lucas. The only thing I can think of is that they don't know anything about Tyler Perry. Yeah, it has his name in the title. Who but would they don't... ever guess Abraham Lincoln? That's the dumbest part, but I can see why people would guess George Lucas, because he is a director. He's he a director, Star Wars. sure, sure. Like, maybe they thought, you know, oh, well, he directed one of them or something. 
Yeah, and like if you don't know who Tyler Perry is, maybe you're thinking like, oh, that's a trick question, you know? <laughs> so ridiculous, man. It was really ridiculous. But yeah, the questions are pretty stupid. It's it gets pretty dumb uh, when you see some of the questions and the, the people that get it wrong. You're like, Oof. even towards the end, like they're not terribly difficult. Like you could probably eliminate at least two answers. Yeah, I, exactly. They're not terribly difficult. It, you you always kind of feel like you know something. I've um, like I failed the other day on how many states have four letters in the name. I forget which one I failed on. It was something really dumb, though. But yeah, like yeah, I knew I picked it. the wrong one because like the app was laggy, and so when I saw the timer counting down, I hit the wrong one. I was like, "Oh shit, that sucks." <laughs> right. But uh, all right, I feel like we've 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 done it. We've we've put in our time. I put my time in. Mm-hmm. Did you put mm-hmm. your time in? Yeah. Sweet. Now I got to go and put my time into watching these movies. Yeah. I really need to watch the three billboards. Isn't that like a murder mystery movie? Uh, yes. I love a good murder mystery. Phantom Thread is like Daniel Day-Lewis's last film. What is? Uh, Phantom Thread. That's supposed to be the last film that Daniel Day-Lewis... Why? Because he, he's he retired. Hard? He's done. He's done acting. He's an extreme method actor, so um, that's probably good for everybody that works with him. Boy, he was really like, good, and there will be blood. Oh, he's he's really good. Like when uh, Lincoln, like he was excellent in Lincoln, but like when they were filming Lincoln, everybody on the set had to call him like Mr. President because he was just Lincoln the whole time. Yeah, I like Dunkirk. I thought Dunkirk was good. I just don't know if it's best picture quality. Uh, it was really good. You're right. Uh, you're. I don't. Not having the other ones, I can't say. But generally, there's some really like really good ones in here. Like I, I really enjoyed. I enjoyed the Shape of Water more than Dunkirk. Might have been because I saw Hallie Cock, uh, <laughs> Sally Cock, Sally Hawkins' butt and tits. And that was mermaid. the only reason. Mermaid butt. Did you see Michael Shannon's penis? No. But as this alien swim monster, you didn't see it? No. I did not see it. Uh, Lady Bird, people keep telling me I should watch that, but I really don't have any interest in. I want to finish the post. What I saw last night was really good. Call Me By did Your you Name. I don't, I don't even know what the fuck that is. That's a gay movie? Nope. It's about like a college professor that falls in love with like a teenager good I've heard that the darkest hour uh, is really good but I've only heard about that through Howard Stern Uh, no at the party I went to this past weekend like literally everybody was talking about how great darkest hour was college party no at the party I went to this weekend what party did you go to Brian's birthday party oh Brian's yeah, a lot of people were talking about because they had seen it on Plex, and so they had watched it. So they said, if you were going to start, you should start with Darkest Hour because it's the best one. Yeah. Call me by your name, Super Gay. Um, I'd like to thank everybody for joining us in the chat tonight. Uh, Goldie, Liquid. I don't think Goldie said anything, but I see her name here. Anchor, Uncle Hall. Is it Joe? possible that like Goldie? left herself logged in for several weeks oh of course yes that is 
definitely a possibility. Definitely a possibility. Um, so that's that's it, guys. Um, I guess until uh, the next. I don't have anything set up yet. Like I don't have a sign off. Eh, got nothing. Are you okay not yeah. doing the Lotus Cast anymore, Joe? Yeah. Whatever. All right. Well. I mean, I don't mind jumping back into doing the Lotus Cast if we decide to. But maybe you're right. Maybe we need to to let it die for a little bit or forever probably. whichever one I think forever is really probably the most important one there so uh, well Joe thank you for joining I hope you have a thank good you for having day. me talk to you later buddy later um, strangelabel.com guys strangelabel.com um Make sure you check out. Uh, I love this song. Make sure you check out uh, Wheelbarrow Full of Dicks Monday nights. Boy, they might have to go through a name change soon. Make sure you check out Furnicast. Not safe for water coolers. Apparently, they did a strange label draft recently. Oh. I want to break free. Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights, guys. Strangelabel.com. A show is back. Leroy and Earl is back on Strangelabel.com on Wednesday nights. Make sure you check them out. Guys, make sure that you go to strangelabel.com on Wednesday nights and check out Leroy and Earl. Check out the shift heads. Get used to living without, living without
without you by my side. 